In 2006, Mr. Albert Snyder filed suit against Fred Phelps and his two daughters, the leaders of the Westboro Baptist Church, for protesting at the funeral of his son, Lance Corporal Matthew Snyder, a 20-year-old Marine killed in Iraq. Westboro Baptist Church held that their picketing was protected by the First Amendment as it occurred peacefully on public property. The district court awarded the Snyder family $5 million in damages, which the Court of Appeals reversed. The case was brought to the Supreme Court for clarification. Whether the First Amendment prohibits holding Westboro liable for its speech in this case turns largely on whether that speech is a public or private concern. The protest signs read phrases like, God hates the USA, thank God for 9-11, America is doomed, don't pray for the USA, thank God for IEDs, Maryland Taliban, thank God for dead soldiers, and God hates you. The Supreme Court affirmed the Court of Appeals decision. It held in an 8-1 opinion that, while the picketing was not necessarily refined political commentary, their signs did address broad national themes of public concern. This is the case of Snyder v. Phelps. Welcome back to Keep It Brief on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM, WRFH. I'm Camden here with SK, and today we are talking about Snyder v. Phelps. So yeah, as we mentioned, um, this is a case that has to do with the First Amendment, um, the freedom of speech, and particularly um, as it has to do with public versus private concern. I know we talked about in previous cases, I think last week maybe, mm-hmm. Camden talked about how like commercial speech is... Um, less protected than an individual speech. And similarly here, public concern is more protected than than private concern. Basically, what happened was after Albert Snyder's son, Matthew Snyder, unfortunately died in the line of service, he wanted to hold a funeral, obviously to celebrate his son's life. And the Westboro Baptist Church, because of their unique beliefs about the U.S. military and, frankly, U.S. culture in general, they decided to picket and protest this funeral. They had posted on the Internet saying that they were coming and also hit up other notable spots in Maryland on this day. But their final stop was the funeral. And they came with their signs that said all of those heinous things that SK explained in the intro of the episode this week. And obviously, this was really emotionally jarring for Albert Snyder and the Snyder family. So ultimately, he decided to file a lawsuit against the Westboro Baptist Church, basically saying that they caused him emotional damages and they ruined this day to the point where he felt like a lawsuit was the proper way to handle the damage that he received. The Westboro Baptist Church said that this is their First Amendment right and their freedom of speech because they are picketing and protesting public issues, for example, the military, things like that. And ultimately, this case ended up in the Supreme Court because there was differentiation in the lower courts determining whether or not this speech was protected because the church was picketing on public land. But that being said, they had posted some really pointed comments specifically about the Snyder family, which also brings this whole issue into contention. Some background on the Westboro Baptist Church, too, for those of you who maybe haven't heard of them before. So the church was founded by Fred Phelps in Topeka, Kansas in 1955. 
and their congregation isn't very big. It's, you know, a little under 100 people, and most of it is made up of friends and family members. But essentially, their congregation believes that God hates and punishes the United States for its tolerance of homosexuality. And particularly, they think that some of God's punishments are evident in um, America's military engagements and in, in soldiers dying. So basically, they think that God punishes America by having our soldiers killed um, as as punishment for America being openly tolerant of of homosexuality. So this is not really a new thing for the Westboro Baptist Church. They actually, you know, picket quite frequently in the last 20 years. I think they've picketed over 600 funerals alone and a lot more other events as well. Um, so they, they openly have these issues and they have for a number of decades now. Although the church is small, they have very staunch beliefs and they make it very publicly known that they will not budge on these things regardless of the public bash clash or reaction to them. And so in order to give you guys a better understanding and a better perception of what this church is like, I'm going to play for you a clip from right after the incident in 2006 when Sean Hannity on Fox News, he had Shirley Phelps on to to talk to her. She's the daughter of Fred Phelps, who founded the Westboro Baptist Church. But as of now, she's one of the, the bigger leaders. So we'll play that here for y'all. Joining us now from Westboro Baptist Church, Shirley Phelps Roper is uh, with us. Uh, you feel good about this? You feel good about going to the funerals of men that put their lives on the line for their country to give you the right to do this? And to put oh, pain and to inject pain into their families' lives. This is this something you feel good about? I feel good about warning this nation that the wrath of God is pouring out on their heads. So you want to warn they the will nation not obey. You, and you, then and the Lord the Lord your God is punishing this nation and he's doing it. One of his weapons of choice is sending your children home dead yeah. from the battle. So okay. we're there to help you connect the dots and what I feel best about is that in spite of the fact that those legislative Taliban in Iowa passed an unconstitutional measure to try to stop us from putting the cup of the fury and wrath of God to your lips and making you yeah. drink it, that we were doing it anyway. Um, all right, now look. You want to make your political and religious point, and you want to do it. You want to inject pain and heartache. I can't think of man. I'm going to be honest. We've had a lot of nutty people on the show over the years. You are as mean and as sick and as cruel as anybody that I've ever had on this program. And the fact that you use religion to justify your hatred this way is, is frankly. It's mind-numbing. Do you really you believe think. when you hold up your signs, thank God for IEDs that innocent people died, thank God for September 11th, thank God there for AIDS? No, there are no innocent people. Thank God for 9-11. Thank, thank God for dead soldiers. Thank God for IEDs. There are no innocent people. And you believe and you all of that? that you all think all these mean things that you're saying can bring back a single one of those soldiers? Hang on a second. Or bring back a single 9-11 victim? I got a question for you. You thank God for 9-11. You thank God for AIDS. You thank God for dead soldiers that give you the right to be a fool? So after listening to that interview with Shirley Phelps and Sean Hannity first and foremost I would just like to say that it is so jarring to listen to Shirley you know express their beliefs 
in spoken word on national television and just hear all of the horrible things they believe. And I think the last thing that Hannity says in this section of the clip is really interesting. And it's a great way to sort of think about. And besides the fact that just what they're saying is horrible, it's a good way to think about how to like dismantle what they're saying. It's like, yes, can you say this? Sure. But it's just extremely disrespectful and so horrible to use the freedoms that we are given by our government and our military to express these beliefs and just so blatantly disrespect them. And we actually have a second part of this clip with Alan Combs. He also interviews Shirley, and we will show you that part of the video in a second on Keep It Brief, Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM, WRFH. Hey, Shirley, it's Alan Combs. who will not obey. What's the matter with you? What's the matter what is with the you? matter with you? Why won't you just obey? The scripture says that well, you obey, obey? That like the Lord your obey? God will bless you. If you do not Hannity's obey the commandments of the Lord your God, then he'll curse you. Shirley, I want to be very clear here. Your church, hold on a second. Your church, it's you call us, Shirley? When your child comes Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. Your church is called the Westboro Baptist Church. They're not associated with any mainstream Baptist organization. It's mostly your own family members in this church. You and your father, Fred Phelps, hate not just gays, you hate Catholics, you hate Jews. Your father referred to the Holocaust as minuscule, led a protest at the Holocaust Museum in D.C., said Jews are the real Nazis. You are an abomination. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You're an embarrassment to this nation. The way you behave towards soldiers who risk their lives for this country, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. What you need to do is line your notions of what an abomination is up with the notion that your, the Lord your God has put into the standard that he put on what an abomination is. You know, I'm glad is. to have you on television because as Louis Brandeis said, Shirley, sunlight is, is the best disinfectant and you need to be disinfected. This is sick, the yeah, things you're doing. How you dare you do this to the families of our soldiers, soldiers and to other Americans? How dare you do this? At us. How dare you fail to obey the commandments of the Lord your God and bring his wrath down upon Excuse not just me, your own uh, head, Ms. but Phelps. the heads of these young men and women yeah. who, are, who have been cut off by a raging mad God. Describe I don't respond to you. So I don't have to answer to you. I answer to the God of, of Abraham, Isaac, and, and Jacob. Fire coming out of his mouth. You have said. That's your God. How dare you invoke the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and then flip him off, refusing to uh -huh. obey and behave if yourself. You're, let me ask you, you a question. You know that sodomy is an abomination, mm -hmm. and yet this nation rises yeah. up with one voice to say it's okay to be right. gay. If you can just stop you your rant for just one second, let me ask you a question. If your church, if you're so popular, and what you're saying is truly the word of God, how is it your popular. church only has, let me, let me get my question out, how is it your church has 100 members? Well, it's really and it's your family. It's really yeah. not quite 100, and about 80% are our family. But nevertheless, that doesn't change the word of God. And by the way, you say we're popular. No, 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 no. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. We are right. hated. I got a last nation, question. I got, I got one last question. And that's what the question. scripture says will happen. You Ms. hate Phelps, God. You hate his judgments. And you I'm hate a, I'm a Christian. I don't hate God. Let me ask you a last question. No, you're not you, a Christian. What, Go what, ahead. What, what are your sins? Yeah, you tried this the other day. Why don't we talk about the issue at what hand? Are you, what Mr. are your sins? What, what, if, Why what, is what it do you that do? you don't warn your neighbor? You Why don't you use that bully pulpit right. that you have to warn your neighbor that his sin has right. taken him to you hell want... and to encourage right. your fellow man? Right. Knowing the terror of the Lord, you should persuade men to obey and behave. All right, hallelujah. Gracious. First of all, you guys, I really wish that you could see Shirley's eyes if you can and you have the time. 
I highly suggest that you Google this clip. Just look up like Shirley Phelps, Sean Hannity or something like that. Westboro Baptist Church, Sean Hannity, Fox News, because I think it's really important to be able to see what her face looks like and the way that her eyes look Mm -hmm. as she's speaking. It's a little bit disturbing. Um, She looks not not all there. Um, It's a very intense and very piercing gaze that she has. Mm -hmm. And so I understand it's difficult because I understand all these, you know, different news outlets um, wanting to weigh in because you can't really help but feel the pain of Mr. Schneider and you, you know, feel righteously angry that this day was destroyed for him and for so many other people who who had funerals for their loved ones that they lost um, in combat. And I understand particularly for various you know news outlets or people who are Christian feeling the need to weigh in and and give comment on it because you know it it's so far from what true Christianity is about and and what the gospel actually says um but my concern is that I feel as though like you know when when everybody's trying to weigh in and they have them on foxes and everything it's that's exactly what Westboro Baptist Church wants and since you know it is within their 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 First Amendment rights to do what they do, and there's not really much else you can do to try to inhibit that or prevent them from devastating these families at these funerals. But when these news outlets amplify them and give them a much larger audience than they would be able to garner on their own, like they said, they have a congregation of less than 100 people, then really it's incentivizing them to do more of it. So... I understand what you're trying to do, but I I don't necessarily think it's the best way to go about it. And actually what it made me think of Camden is last night when we were watching these, you kind of said that her, her eyes, her gaze was, you know, disconcerting for you and almost reminded you of like a terrorist or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sort of the point I'm trying to make is a lot of most uh, news outlets have policies in place for how they deal with terrorists or you know mass shooters or people like crazy people like that who publish manifestos they have policies in standing of like hey we actually don't you know we don't say the names of mass shooters we don't publish manifestos we don't give unnecessary publicity to behavior like that because ultimately what does that do it provides an incentive for more of it to be done and Mm -hmm. so while this isn't necessarily violent in that same way i think it's definitely incredibly damaging to the family and so it might be interesting to have a discussion about having some sort of policy for not serving up a large audience for the Westboro Baptist Church. I think that's such an interesting point SK and I completely agree that it definitely lends itself to promoting more of this dangerous rhetoric but one thing I wonder and I was thinking about what you were saying all this is do you think people feel more comfortable or find it more acceptable to promote these things because they are American citizens. It's like, obviously we're not, obviously we're not sharing, as you said, like the manifestos or different like letters or voicemails or whatever from, you know, nationalists from outside of the country, but because they're American citizens and this speech is protected, do you think that makes a difference in the media's coverage of it all? No, I don't think so because we have a lot of, you know, unfortunately we have a lot of mass shootings um, and those primarily are, you know, from unfortunately American citizens, things like that. And while yes, I have to agree that they do have the First Amendment right to speak this way, 
under no circumstances is, you know, is the media required to then give specifics as to, you know, who they are, what they're about, or to offer more information on what their message is, because it, you know, can be sort of dangerous and incisive. And like I said, the issue with it is that it's arbitrarily giving a larger platform than they would have naturally. Mm -hmm. They're a church of 80 people, clearly not that popular because it's literally just their family. And so, hey, I mean, I'm not saying that I agree with them, but it's if they were projecting these messages that were actually drawing a large crowd of people, that might be one thing to say, hey, you shouldn't try to mitigate their reach if they are that popular, but they're not. And so it's like, hey, we just don't have to give it to them for free. But I do think that's a really good question, Camden, because I could see the case being made for the Westboro Baptist Church since they haven't technically broken a law. Whereas, you know, in the instance of something like a mass shooting, they have broken a law. So I think you bring up a fantastic point about the specific application of these rights, which is something that we talk about quite often here on Keep It Brief, Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM, WRFH. The difficulty of this case lies in the contention between speech that exhibits public versus private concern. Public concern warrants a much more robust protection under the First Amendment, and Westboro claimed that their picketing and commentaries were meant to express a condemnation of modern American society as a whole, a delineation that explains why this falls under public rather than private concern. The Snyders, however, felt that because this took place outside of their son's funeral, that it was pointed, and their commentary on American morality was defamatory in nature toward their son, their family, and their lifestyles due to the location of the protests on private land near the church. This CBS News clip does a great job of explaining that various groups support Westboro Baptist Church, not because they agree with what they say, but because they agree with their right to say it. These protesters are not very sympathetic, to say the least, yet they've got a number of groups supporting their position. That's right, Katie. Uh, the American Civil Liberties Union, a number of journalist organizations, the Reporters Committee for the Freedom of Press, a number of First Amendment scholars, they say the principle is simple. The government can't ban offensive or even hateful speech just because they don't like it. How do you draw that line? It's a very slippery slope, they say. Mr. Snyder argued that this was not a broad political commentary on what the church condemns in society at large but rather a direct pointed attack on the Snyder family, particularly because the Westboro Baptist Church's press release stated that they were going to, quote, to picket the funeral of Lance Corporal Matthew A. Snyder. After the protests, the Westboro picketers reaffirmed the meaning of their protests. They published this manifesto-type epic poem online that specifically invoked Lance Corporal Snyder in the title, I won't read directly from it out of respect for the Snyder family. I don't want to further spread the poison of the Westboro Baptist Church. But in essence, the church goes on to address both of his parents by name and say that God killed their son as a punishment for the way he was raised. They said that they raised him to be both an adulterer and a Satanist. They said that in raising him in the Catholic Church and allowing him to go fight for his country— the epic says that they are condemned to hell and will face punishment. So basically, since they're Catholic, they're calling him a Satanist. And since their son chose to defend his country, they have deemed him an adulterer. Justice Alito was the only dissenting opinion. He voiced empathetic concerns, which 
I think can be understood by many people. He said, quote, allowing family members to have a few hours of peace without harassment does not undermine public debate. He also said, quote, in order to have a society in which public issues can be openly and vigorously debated, it is not necessary to allow the brutalization of innocent victims. However, as you will hear in the opinion of the court that I will play for you in just a second, the eight other Supreme Court justices came to a different conclusion. Westboro believes that America is morally flawed. Many Americans might feel the same about Westboro. Westboro's funeral picketing is certainly hurtful, and its contribution to public discourse may be negligible. But Westboro addressed matters of public import on public property in a peaceful manner, in full compliance with the guidance of local officials. The speech was indeed planned to coincide with Matthew Snyder's funeral, but did not itself disrupt that funeral, and Westboro's choice to conduct its picketing at that time and place did not alter the nature of its speech. Speech is powerful. It can stir people to action, move them to tears of both joy and sorrow, and, as it did here, inflict great pain. On the facts before us, we cannot react to that pain by punishing the speaker. As a nation, we have chosen a different course to protect even hurtful speech on public issues to ensure that we do not stifle public debate. That choice requires that we shield Westboro from tort liability for its picketing in this case. I think this decision is indicative of the uniqueness of the American experience. And even though this is a fervent protection of our First Amendment rights, it frankly, leaves us at a loss for words. Thank you so much for listening to Keep It Brief on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM WRFH.